I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad. Is really sad. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Big Lou, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. Today uh, on The Gloom, I'm excited because we've got a, a man who's the, the founder and uh, former site queue at the Sanitarium. Uh, yeah. The guy who uh, recently led our Catalina Wine Mixer CSOP. You may have seen him as a correspondent for uh, one of the F3 Omaha uh, partner kind of communication forums between two coupons. Um, and also, uh, recently has started to help out by uh, recognizing guys for celebrating their F3 anniversary. So some really cool stuff going on, but we're excited to have Nobs on the, the cast today. Um, Nobs, one of the, the things that we've been trying to do is just get uh, that story of your first workout, who brought you out, and also uh, where does the name come from? I, I know you have, there's a coupon out there with a bunch of doorknobs on it. <laughs> I don't know if that's yeah. so Tell us that story. Yeah, so um, I, I was F three is not new to me as far as understanding where it came from. I knew the origins of it. Uh, I had seen I had plenty of plenty of good friends from South Carolina and North Carolina who uh, were posting on F three. I'd see them on Twitter doing their thing, and then just randomly uh, one day I'm on Twitter and I see a pop up with uh, our very own Honey Stinger, and uh, I see him out there. Uh, after he had he had led a queue, I think at the woodshed, and uh, so I happened to see him the next day at one of our clinics, and, and I said, "Hey, tell me about F three a bit." I uh, I just uh, I, I know I've heard about it. I got buddies who are doing it, and uh, give me a little more information. And he's like, he goes, "Dude, I was thinking about you. You should be. You are perfect for this. I just hadn't run into you. Uh, we didn't have each other's phone numbers. We were just two sales reps out there uh, trying to do what we could." Um, so lo and behold, uh, that next, uh, next Saturday, we met at the pit. Um, you know, so that was September 21st of 2019. Uh, met at the pit, um, and the queue that day was Gunner. Um, and, and in fairness, uh, as a kid from Papillion, I, uh, I parked at the snake pit, the football field, where I, you know, thinking, okay, it's called the pit for a reason. This is where the pit is. And there was no cars, nothing. I knew nothing about shovel flags. I didn't know anything about what was going on. So, um, so I, I call Stinger up and like at, at you know at the time it was a, it was a seven a.m. start. Call him at like seven o two. Like where are you, dude? He's like, you know, uh, come on down. Get get down to the duck pond. I'm like, oh okay. So I so I drive down to the duck pond. So I'm late to my first uh, my first post. Uh, you know, and, and that's uh, that's you know that's okay. I, I I try to make it on time from now on. But uh, um, so. We get there and, and Gunner uh, in his typical Gunner fashion, God love him. Uh, he's got the, 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 the most fantastic beat down, uh, just simple, doing 21s on the basketball court um, and just talking. And, and, and there's a bunch of guys there that were there that, you know, that I, when I go back and watch, you see Wentworth was there. And it was, it was like in this first month of, uh, of being with the beta was there. Uh, there was a couple other guys uh, that just uh, aren't here anymore. 
Um, you know, Gipper was there as well, but uh, um, Sourdough, just just some random guys, uh, High Tower, you know, some some good dudes that you see. You're like, all right, this is this is awesome. So we get into the point uh, of Namorama, and uh, they're last asked me about myself. So I told them, you know, and you know, I'm a pretty proud person. You know, I, I went to the Citadel. I was a Marine. I was an artillery and infantry officer. I'm, you know, so I'm thinking something cool like, you know, big guns or like Red Leg or something like that. Something just like shot out of a cannon, just like, yeah, I'm just giving them, and I'm trying to feed it. And then, and then Stinger goes, uh, what's a, what's a freshman called at the Citadel? And I said, uh, they're called knobs. Freaking hate that, you know? And he's like, knobs is it. You got it. So from there on, uh, and, and it took me a little, little bit to accept it as a, you know, because when, where I came from, knobs was not a, uh, it's not a term of endearment. It's not something you enjoyed being called. Some of the, you know, best and worst moments of my life was when I had Knob Austin in front of my, you know, that's what I was called was Knob Austin. So, um, so Knobs kind of went there and, uh, and the story kind of stayed here, you know, didn't really tell anybody. And, and um, as fate would have it, I, uh, I, I posted one or two times, had a little bit of hiatus there with some back stuff and was trying to come back. And then Old Stinger comes back uh, in, in March of 2020, uh, right in the middle of thick of things, the pandemic, like, get your butt out. We're posting. Let's go. Uh, so uh, so I, I'll, I'll, top, uh, I'll tap my hat to, to Stinger and, and, uh, and you know, he, he really kind of kept me on the uh, – and then from then on, um, you know, we just kind of went strong um, and continued to, to can push and accelerate here, uh, you know, in, in Papillion. So – yeah. Well, I, I kind of want to focus on that first. You know, what were your initial impressions of that first deed down? Uh, and then we can kind of circle back to that that break in between September and March. Well, you know, I, you know, as going to a military school and then being in the Marines for a bit, um, I was used to kind of endurance course stuff. And but I'd also gotten quite a bit out of shape. You know, when 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 I was in my fighting weight, I was you know one sixty five, one seventy, and I'm I'm stretching. 225 or something at that point in time I was I was I was uh I, I had put on so I was worried about throwing miles on so we you know the the run to the basketball court from from the pit wasn't too terribly far we kind of had a few stops at the tennis court and so it was probably a half a mile so I was like okay this is good and the beat down was right I mean we we it was simple um you know, we did 21. So we did Merkins and, and, uh, and big boys, I think is what we did uh, for 21s. And, uh, you know, so, and then did some lunges and some sprints and stuff. And it, it was, it was good. So it was, it was right up the alley, hard enough, um, hard enough. Uh, and, and, and as fate would have it, there was only probably seven or eight of us there because the other side had the 2.0 workout was going on. So there was a 2.0 workout going on the other side of the pit. So there was a bunch of guys there with their kids. So I, I didn't really know, what they were about and what they were doing i just saw them uh going after but but the beatdown was was hard and, and um but it was but it was right for me at that time it was one of those things that kind of kind of stuck and i came home and, uh my wife asked me like hey what would you think you know i was like i don't know still feeling it out you know i uh, i think i was resistant to change resistant to i'd gotten complacent um resistant to um being vulnerable again um, and opening up uh, because because I had uh, slipped so far, if that makes sense, uh, because I had uh, mentally gone into some dark places that 
I would, I didn't even know I was in, you know, um, you know, pre-com or post-combat stuff, just little things that you, that you, that you go through that you, you can really normalize a lot of things. So, uh, and you don't realize that until you're having conversations, uh, with, with hymns, uh, with, with people you trust. And, um, because in my world, uh, at times, if you open up, you, it's, you can, uh, or in my previous world, not really now my uh, company now, but if you opened up, that that left you vulnerable and it was eat or be eaten a lot of times it was uh you know it was it was shark time um so uh you you didn't really open up uh and share because you didn't want to be exposed uh so you had to be kind of a hard ass you had to kind of uh really push push through and not show any emotion not show any vulnerability because for fear of uh of of being taken advantage of or uh being lesser of that is that is actually a really interesting perspective, and you know I think most men deal with that at a much lesser level, uh, just in the world, right? Being vulnerable in front of other men is just something that doesn't come naturally to a lot of people, and our, I don't think our society is set up to a way to where we create a lot of forums or opportunities for men to do that. And I could certainly see where in the military, in particular, where that could be even heightened, right? Like you have this persona that you're putting on and I, I'm not personally in the military, I'm not trying to speak on behalf, but I could, I guess, I guess I could guess or assume that's how it may be where you have this persona, you're this tough guy and maybe opening up and being vulnerable isn't something that uh, you guys come by very naturally or, or just do very often. So, that, I mean, that's very interesting. Um, you know, I, I kind of want to talk and, and circle back. You had mentioned, you know, September, your first post, you posted here and there a couple of times, and then we're, we're dealing with a little bit of injury. Maybe your headspace wasn't there. Maybe you weren't fully committed yet. Then in March, you kind of start to, there's an uptick there. Was there something that happened in between that period or was there something in March that clicked for you? Or I guess, what was it that kind of made you go all in? You started accelerating at this point. What was it that kind of got you to that space? Um. I think I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, um, you know, um, and I, it, it was one of those things where uh, pandemic was just starting to, it was late March. So pandemic, pandemic was starting to just go. Um, and I saw the trends away it was going. And I know exactly where I was. I was in my driveway, uh, you know, pushing off some snow or something. And, and I got the text from Stinger saying, you're ready to go. And I was probably on my, you know, it's, eight o'clock and I'm on my fourth or fifth bush light, uh, you know, and, you know, cause you had nowhere to go the next day you're, and you're, you're questioning, okay, what is my, uh, is my career going to continue as an outside sales rep? Is my career going to continue to be this way? What does it look like? So you, you're questioning a lot of things and without knowing um, the sad clown, without knowing how low you were at that point in time, it's, it's easy to kind of mask it. Um, and I, and I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, you know, um, you know, it was, it was easy to, to have a drink or two or three or four at night and play cards, with the guys online and, and talk via zoom and do those things and kind of get into that, uh, you know, but you've, you've seen, um, guys during the pandemic, especially people who are working from home initially, uh, they either go one way or the other. Nobody had, nobody stayed stable. Uh, they either went up. Well, they went down when it came to mentality, came to weight, and it came to um, their their family lives. All those things you've seen, and maybe it's a roller coaster for some. But I I chose to at that point in time to say, okay, I, I'm sick and tired of this. Um, I need to have this. I'm also someone who craves, um, you know, not attention, but craves communication. 
um, and, and having meaningful communication. And I, and I felt I was getting that with my customers. Well, when we were trying to meet via Zoom and you couldn't get it, um, the only real live uh, meetings I had for almost a year was F3 was my F3 mornings. That was the only time that I would, I would, I would meet live and, you know, I'd have coffee afterwards and we could sit in the parking lot of Dairy Queen or, uh, you know, wherever, you know, wherever we went, Starbucks, wherever we, and that was the only time that I actually had some sort of interaction face-to-face besides with my family. So, um, it saved me in that aspect, knowing that, uh, you know, being able to, you, you don't realize what you miss. Uh, and then you realize, okay, when it's gone, it's there. And then, you're, you're, you brought with this uh, equation of, okay, do I trust these guys? I think so, you know, uh, and you start kind of tiptoeing your way in and eventually you just kind of jump in with, uh, with, with both feet and say, okay, it's, it's time to, it's time to own up to some of my stuff. It's also time to open up about some things. And, uh, you know, uh, so I'm, I'm eternally grateful for, uh, for the, the men of F3 Omaha because they've, they've embraced me and, and all my ticks and all my, my things they've really have kind of brought me in so yeah yeah I mean, you just you just mentioned something uh, just a quick phrase about you know do i trust these guys right you know i think that is such an interesting question that all guys face when they come to this group we're kind of tiptoeing this line of okay at what point do i am i all in or what point am i trusting enough to to open up and share my story or share some accountability with other guys i guess for you was it you were seeing regular guys and then that made you feel a little bit more comfortable. Were you having some accountability with Honey Stinger and you're, I mean, I guess at what point are you like, okay, this is it for me. I, I'm ready to, you know, kind of be a little bit more intentional with my time here and how I'm sharing and opening up with people. Um, yeah, I, I think it was probably pretty early where I started opening up. Um, it took me a little bit, you know, now we have so many guys and, and you, and we have so many, uh, different sites that are available, um, that you can get little silos. You know, we, we have them down in Sarpy. We can have a, a couple guys at a silo or, but, but when, when I started off, I mean, it was, you know, woodshed Fridays or combine, you know, that's, that's kind of, those are your options. And so you saw a lot of the same guys. So you started building that, that trust and accountability. And, and if you were quiet one day, you'd have somebody come up to you. What's up, man? How's it going? You know, uh, how, how are we doing today? Having a good week? What you, you know, so it, it was, it was those guys that came around and it, it, yes, Stinger was fantastic. You got Tater was great. Um, you know, uh, I'd say Firewalker and, and, and John Claude really, uh, really kind of held me to the, to the fire, uh, you know, and really pushed me to, 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 you know, to push those bounds to accelerate and, and not hold back. Um, and when I say hold back, I'm talking about hold back with, uh, with my heart. And what's on it because um i think uh, this is something that is probably not un- uncommon to me yes it's hard to be vulnerable with what I, what's going on what i'm going through but it's even harder to be more vulnerable when you use that faith word what does that mean um you know and that's the stuff that can scare some people away um you know because of that faith um you know uh, component what and so it, it, sometimes it takes a little bit of explanation and, and allowing people to kind of dip in to see what they so for me i was I was not, uh, I was raised, you know, fairly religious. And um, so, but it was always something that was very private to me. I, I didn't feel comfortable doing that. So I just kind of said, okay, I'm going to do a light sprinkling of the faith, uh, but I'm going to really get into the fellowship and the fitness aspect. And then now, 
it's kind of come full circle where you're a lot more comfortable in sharing things uh, w- with the guys. But that was the that was the aspect that kind of came last for me with with this group, not because it wasn't important to me, but it was so private to me um, and how I dealt and and how I dealt with that uh, and the, the, the spiritual readings that I would, that I would uh, read in my privacy, you know, and look up uh, the daily breads that I would look up and read through just to kind of get myself right uh, was important. So, um, but yeah, I, yeah, I think you think about any of these guys, they just were, were so great uh, as far as uh, coming up to you and, 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 you know, hitting you on the shoulder and let's go, man, let's go. Yeah. Well, and you know, we just talked to Birdman recently about this. And one of the, the common themes was everyone comes for the first half for your first time. Right. And then there's this transition of, okay, there's, there's other components to this beast that we have here that actually keeps people around, you know, for the next thing, the second half. Okay. Well, yeah, it's the fellowship. I'm here for cafeteria. I'm here to get to know these guys. There's a community of people that genuinely care that I'm here or want to hold me accountable for being here. And then like you're saying, then, the faith aspect, right? Um, I guess my question, I want to focus on that faith aspect is, you know, are we doing a good enough job, you think, as an organization or as a group of facilitating uh, growth in that aspect? Or I guess, and then a a second question I'm talking about, what things have we done well that you've been able to use and uh, really appreciate, I guess? Um, Yeah, no, I, I, You'll go. So I'll I'll say one thing. I I came for the fellowship. The fitness was like what I had to do to do that. Uh, so that, you know, if I'm honest, I I was I, if I could have had the fellowship without the fitness, I would have been just fine. So that was you know. So that's what I came for. Uh, but you know that was that was really what I needed to do in order to to get to the fellowship piece because there there is that shared misery, that shared bond after after a good plague beat down or you know what you're getting after. And you're like okay, that that's what you have to do. So. Um, but, you know, how do you determine a good job when it comes to faith? You know, that, that, that's, a, that's an interesting concept because um, do I feel more spiritual now than I did two and a half years ago? I feel more open with it. Um, I find myself praying and leaning in more than I did. Um, and I think that's also comes down with vulnerability and that's also being vulnerable with yourself and saying, it's okay. You know, it's, it's saying, Hey, what, what it's okay. Nobs. It's okay. Budge. When I talk to myself, it's all right, budge, you can do these things. Um, you can, you can lean on God. You can lean on whoever your, uh, sky Q, um, or as some people would say, Skywalker, you know, you can put it out there, you know, whoever, you know, who you're leaning on at that moment. Um, so I think, there are options for people when it comes to the, the it comes to the faith aspect, you know, because the third F component is yes, we talk about faith, but there's a lot of uh, charitable stuff around the third F. But when we talk specifically faith, you have those options, you know. You we had grills and uh, and Greek freak doing wild at heart if you wanted to do these things. Uh, you we have options out there to for people if they want to. Uh, I know Samples is doing a great job with it too. Like if we want if we want to get more in depth with a not a bible study uh, it's a men's group kind of focused on faith you can do those things it's available for you it's but if but if it's something that you're not really into or you're still kind of like i just don't know that's okay too there nobody so you know because there's you know if we look at it how we're going to continue to grow and grow within this um if 
the faith aspect is what keeps people away because it's too in your face, then, okay, I, I think it's in the right space. Now, could we communicate a little better potentially on, hey, these are some options available? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I think so. Um, you know, and, and, but that also lead, that also is, is because, you know, we are such a big group. It, it is such a, a hard group to, to, to handle and manage. Is there a, a spiritual coordinator that's within our group here that's kind of helping to, to spearhead this and kind of push it out to the, to the packs? And I know we, we have some plans here in the future to kind of help with streamline some of that communication. Um, across uh, across Omaha, just to just so it doesn't fall on one PAX member, one him, so it falls on a group uh, to kind of help bring that, uh, and that and that'll be great. It's it's not hard to find, you know. It's really not. Um, you know, you can see it. You can talk to someone. You can reach out and say, "Hey, who do I talk to for this?" Um, and and you know, our COTs lately have been. A, a very faith-based a lot of times with some sort of scripture, some sort of prayer uh, that's focused on, uh, on not only it's the, the needs of today, but like today our, our conversation was um, about value versus success. You know, um, what do you, you know, if you think about Einstein, I'd rather be someone who provides value versus being who's successful. And you think about that, how, how can you provide value? Well, in this case, value, when we're talking about faith, might be that, uh, just being there and, and saying, hey, you want a cup of coffee, man? Let's go have a conversation, uh, you know, or a, a good plague question. How do you, you feel like being a man today? You know, how's it, you know what does it feel like today? Uh, because there's, thing, there's things that go on. I mean, two and a half years ago, I would have never have journaled. I would have never done a gratitude journal. I'm doing it. I'm doing it daily. Or trying to uh, to say, hey, what are you grateful for? Because it is something that um, you know does expand. And I know that's a long answer to your question, Pony, but I think it is something that if we want it, there are options for those. And if we, but if we go too much into that, you push some guys away. Uh, so there is a fine balance to it. So, and I that's that's fantastic the way you laid that out because it it is such a process and you kind of, you meet the guy where they're at, right? So it's, if they come in looking for fellowship over time, they probably get some improvements in their, in their fitness. And, and then that connects. So the way that three F's connect is really, it's, it's so unique because we've even heard some guys say they showed up because of the faith piece, but then they realized mm -hmm. improvements in fitness and, and fellowship. I'm curious for you, you know, so you mentioned you, you know, fitness was not a new thing. You were really more interested in the in the fellowship. Have you seen some growth in the fitness aspect? I mean, I think we've all probably seen, but how, how do you feel today compared to when you started? Are you things feeling good from oh, a fitness perspective? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still, you know, still got to deal with some of the, the, the bugaboos of being 44 years old and, and trying to do burpees and, you know, uh, uh, and there's a lot of pride involved in that. Uh, okay. It's, you want to bounce off the ground, but you don't bounce the same as you did uh, when I was Pony's age. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, no, I, I, I definitely, I mean, I, I remember, uh, you know, cause in, in Sarpy, we, you know, we really had the pit, uh, you know, the pit was the first go. And then, uh, and then we started this thing, uh, you know, Firewalker started the sandlot, you know, and it was a purely running and I was like, Oh, all right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, so, you know, so for me, it was, a you know, and the Monday Murph, uh, then you do Tuesday, uh, go to Coliseum. Wednesday was kind of a, usually a day off getting ready for Sandlot. 
because I knew it was just going to be in my head brutal um, because we started in right there in July and it, it was the hot period and, you know, you know, and I, I struggled with it. I really struggled to get past that two and three mile. Um, you know, I was running, uh, you know, 11, 12 minute pace. And for me as when I, when I was in the Marines, I, I ran a sub 18, three mile, you know, I was, I was a sixteen forty five guy. I mean, so it, that, so for me to go that level for a two to three miles was, it, it, it was, I just couldn't, I, I didn't know how I got so far. So there were some mental struggles there. And, and, and I remember the first Sandlot run, um, I was running with, uh, with uh, soon to be named Nancy. He was still an F and G. Um, and, and Nancy at the time was still active duty Navy. And, and we had to stop. I, he didn't have to stop, he, but he, he was kind enough to stop with me. I mean, it didn't matter. I mean, and, then, and we're running the trail, uh, you know, along the creek there. There's no hills. But I, every time we went down under a street, I walked up that hill because I could not, I mean, just couldn't. The, the air was heavy. My lungs hurt. So now, uh, you know, I, I'm not saying it was easy, but, you know, you're running a seesaw and you're, and you're like, okay, let's do this. You know, let's, let's keep going. You know, the hills, the only thing that, you know, stops me now is the injury stuff. You know, it's like, I just can't push my pace. Like I, I mean, cause for a while there, I'll, I'll give a shout out to, you know, to, to John Claude and Firewalker for, for pushing and that stuff. But for the longest time, Squeaky Clean was my, was my running partner. He, uh, he and Schnapps and Jam Band and Squeaky Clean, we, those, we were, we were nine, nine, 15 guys that ended up becoming eight, eight to eight, 15 pace you know, three milers. I mean, so we were, you know, in our eyes crushing it. Now we weren't, we weren't pushing, pushing the boundaries of 645s, but yeah, I mean, so if you think about that was my apex, you know, that was my, my measure of saying, uh, Hey, how am I doing? Um, so now that was an acceleration, you know, uh, of a period of time where you just kind of see it going You're like, okay. Um, and pre-running really, uh, really was something that came into play. Okay, I'm going to pre-run this. I'm going to pre-run the pit. I'm going to pre-run uh, these workouts. Or I'm going to, I'm going to do a, a Smurf and a Murph uh, once Titan Alley opened up. Um, you know, so you had those options uh, that were available that were closer, uh, so you could feel like you could pre-run without getting out of the house at at 3:15. You know, or getting up at 3:15 to leave it. You know, because um, there was there was you know if you wanted to go pre-run Coliseum for me, you know, it takes 22 minutes to get to Coliseum. Um, so that, that's a tough go. Um, so you're like, okay, I'm going to go do this. So that's why it was good. Uh, really when we started seeing sites pop up in, in Sarby County and Papillion, you know, with, with, uh, you know, Sandlot, uh, Titan Alley and obviously Sanitarium. And then shortly after, um, you know, Danger Zone pops up, you got the farm. I mean, we just start, and then Stormbreaker, you're just starting to see everything kind of really accelerate and move. Um, move in a, in, a, in a good way here uh, with the Sarpy County packs and, uh, and which is amazing but I'm still so proud uh, to see uh, you know bulk majority of the packs at least posting one time a week going up to outside outside uh, posts you know to go up north go to go to woodshed go to brickyard going to spike on Fridays and combine just there people are accelerating and trying to branch out uh, to to different sites so uh, it, that's it has been really cool to watch and you do have some runners in sarpy uh i think of like trench and i, I remember running with him one time thinking i can't go any faster uh, you know and, yeah um i think uh one of the things i, I wanted to get your thoughts on was um launching the the sanitarium so 
was that just to meet a need to fill that Tuesday gap for guys or, you know, what, what else did you experience as you launched that site and tried to get it? Well, off well, you would know, obviously being first FQ and, uh, and you and Tater, uh, kind of cordoned me, you know, uh, you know, cornered me in, uh, uh, at Vala's and said, Hey, uh, once you launch a site on Tuesdays, Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, when you, when you, th this is in October, when are you thinking like in March, you know, that sounds good. And they're like, no, no. Uh, like next week, let's find a site. Let's get going. Let's, and I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. We're, we're here. Um, and you know, and I pushed back a little bit, like, am I the guy, am I the right person for this? Is this, um, and you know, it, it was, and, and you, you were texting me, okay, when is this, when are we going live with this thing? We had like four pop-ups like, okay, when, when is this thing going to go live? Is this uh, anytime today? Um, but you know, and that was mid October, and we went live December uh, December first uh, of twenty twenty, and and just have continued to push uh, since then. I would envision, you know, my head. I was like, oh, we're gonna get seven or eight guys on average if I'm if we're lucky. Um, and from the start, we had thirteen the first week, and then we averaged uh, sixteen to seventeen guys per week uh, posting at Sanitarium. Um, we had 12 VQs uh, in a year. Uh, I, I probably miscounted. It might even be more than that. I mean, and the amount of growth and acceleration we saw um, from the packs in this area um, where was amazing. Absolutely just, you know, uh, where we, we seem to have a VQ every, every week at Sanitarium. And, and I know uh, when I came up with the name Sanitarium, it just, um, it, it's not the most F3 name. It's not the most light and fluffy name. Um, I had a vision in my head of like, okay, I want this to be just the hardest beat down. I want it to be this. I want it to be that. I want you to feel crazy when you're done. And then, you know, so I was thinking sanitarium. Okay. This is, uh, but, but really, um, it, it, yeah, it, it was all of those things there, there was a lot of hard parts, uh, involved, but there was also some, some, some good, uh, just some, but good, simple grinder beat downs on the parking lot when we couldn't get to the track and the, the hill always, but it's still one of those things that you look at and say, wow, that was, that was over a year ago that we, that we grew this thing. And, uh, and now when you're, when you're seeing without a VQ, you're seeing 22 to 24 packs there, no, and without VQs. So, and usually an F and G per week, it's, and, and Swiper's done an amazing job of, of really kind of helping take that torch and accelerate it even more, bringing a lot of the guys from up north to Q, um, you know, getting, getting uh, new, fresh ideas and thoughts downrange. So uh, I, I was, I'm super, super excited to see the growth that he's going to experience with, uh, with Sanitarium. Um, and I just, uh, you know, I, I, I it's, you know, it, it is strange. I had a question the other day and it, they asked me that, um, what is your favorite, uh, you know, what is your favorite site? You know, what is your favorite uh, place? And, and I said, for me, I, I still love the woodshed. Woodshed is always, in my head, is always number one. Um, but sanitarium is still that near and dear. Like on Tuesdays, it's tough for me to to want to go anywhere else. Uh, it really is. Um, I try to I try to give a little bit of space to the swiper as I as I turned it over, give a little bit, hey, uh, remove some of the obstacles of me being there. And, um, and that was a little for me as well, but also just letting him, you know, uh, do his deal. So, but, but I, I, I love that site and just continues. And, and, and it's also close to me because that's where I went to high school too. So it is, it is a, one of those places that uh, brings back a lot, a lot of memories. So it's a, it's a great site. It has been fun to watch the the growth over time. Do you, you feel like as a site queue and kind of, 
just in the phase of growth Sarpy was in, did you have an opportunity to, to mentor some guys and kind of get guys to do their BQ, that sort of thing? Was that available to you as a site queue or how, how did that work with that role as the new site was launched? Oh yeah. I mean, I think that, that was, um, it, it came naturally a lot of times for, uh, at times for, for me and, uh, and I, and I, and I was always kind of, you know, I had, I had my trust circle, my, my, uh, you know, my firewalkers and John Claude, I reach out to and, and I throw gobbler into it and, and lucky when he came down, you know, Hey, these, these guys, the trust circle, Hey, what do we got going? What's, 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 you know, Hey, these are things I'm struggling with. What do you think here? But no, I, I think the, the way, um, and I think it comes down to the vulnerability aspect. Um, if you try to act too big time, um, you try to act a little too special, um, hey, you're, and you're not genuine, um, then it, people see through you. Um, and if you're not coming from that, that heart of caring or heart of a teacher and, and mentoring others, um, because as much as I'm mentoring or leading by example, I'm also learning from them. You know, you got these young guys, the trenches. Early on, you got Trench, Tony the Tiger, High Life. Um, you, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ferdinand. These guys. I mean, I remember Ferdinand's VQ were flipping farm tires, tractor tires. I mean, uh, and he brought them all the way from Springfield in the back of his truck uh, to the sanitarium. I'm like, who does this? Fantastic, amazing. So you know, and you got to just kind of let these guys run and say, hey, I'm here to support you. Whatever you need. I mean, you think about High Life's High Life's VQ. We had to call an audible and do it in the Home Depot parking lot because we couldn't even get into the get into the high school. But the but the the guys just loved it and embraced it. And um, so th those early early months of the sanitarium, um, you know, were were some of the best and worst. I mean, Baby Shark was the it was that polar vortex week. That was his VQ, Baby Shark. So we're at negative twenty four, just crushing it out there. Uh, you know, uh, the VQ for girl dad, um, you know, the danger zone where we're breaking sleds, sliding down there and, and doing burpees at the bottom of the hill and running back up. The, I mean, it, it was, you didn't even know you were exercising, but you're, I mean, you're, it's a 600 calorie burn, but you're just rocking it and having so much fun and laughing. Um, so it just became kind of a ruckus and, and such a good time that it was almost like you, you're talking to people about F3 and you'd be like, you should be here. It's fun. It, it, this is a good group of dudes and and they're you know it's yeah it's working out but these we're having a ton of fun there's so much energy in here when you leave you're shot out of a cannon like i'm ready to I'm ready to get this day uh, can i start now you know it, it's those kind of things where you just you really just are so so energized and, and ready to roll um you feel you feel you know invincible at times when you come when you're done with those especially those bigger workouts where it's just you know uh, just feels special. So. Yeah. Well, and, and being there for somebody's VQ uh, is like, you know, cause you will forever have that memory with, along with them, you know, and um, yeah, yeah. it's a really special thing. Um, you know, as we're kind of wrapping up here, get it, get your thoughts on a, a couple things. So, you know, the, the packs uh, kind of varies right throughout the region as to what they can participate in and um, just how we engage different folks. But we, we, are trying to get a good sense, like what, what sort of um, advice or encouragement would you give to a new guy, a new guy that shows up in, in SARP, um, or, or what advice would you give to the PACs as new guys are showing up? How do we just, how do we keep guys engaged uh, across the region? Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a question everybody ponders and thinks about, okay, because we, we've had our fair share of, 
FNGs that come in and, um, you know, and, and whether they get a great name or an awful name, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's how they connect and how they feel when they come in and how welcomed are they. I know, I know myself and, um, you know, a couple of the, the PAX members down in Sarpy, when we have a new guy come in, we kind of, we don't keep on them, uh, but we, we send them a quick text like, hey, thanks for coming. Um, you know, here's some, here, you know, because it can be overwhelming if you send websites, do all these things. You just kind of have a little, hey, a softer approach. Hey, we have workouts. Uh, you know, if it's a Monday Murph and they come, we have a workout a beat down tomorrow um, at uh, Papio High. You don't call it sanitarium. You know, you can't, you know, they, they, they don't, a lot of the, you know, the, the more simple and the less words we use that are F3 to add some normalcy to it, it, it kind of helps out. They'll, they'll get the lingo when they're, when they're into it and when they're going, but I think it's just, it's just trying to find some kind of connectability with them and saying, Hey, um, you know, cause the number of packs that we've lost that haven't been put into, uh, into MailChimp, you know, or because of somebody forgets to do, I mean, and I'm, and I'm, I'm susceptible. We, we made a mistake at the end of Seesaw. We had three F and G's Seesaw and not a one of us got their information. You know, uh, we have four, three, psych cues there but not one of us said hey let's get these guys info we had to kind of uh, uh scram to, to get it and you're like okay that that was that was a miss but it was just because we were so in in the moment so those things do happen but i think if you can find some sort of connection first of all who ate who he aged him you know and i think that's always a good thing reach out to them hey make sure you reach out to uh to whoever it is to say hey um loved having you out here uh kind of dip your toes in here's our here's our schedule because there's not everybody's gonna be um you know a farva where like i'm in you know or a, or a swiper like swiper just saw it on twitter because uh, some of his neighbors are doing it and he's like i'm in and he started pre-run day one and just you know going uh going gangbusters so not everybody's gonna be that way some people are gonna be a little like more intimidated kind of dip it in a little bit dip out and um, so I think if we can find that connection piece, uh, and I think, um, and I think for us, at least on the Sarpy side, the, the biggest connection piece that we have is we have coffee on site. When you have, and we were talking about this morning, uh, after Sandlot and Steel Mill, when you have coffee on site, that it really adds, because there's a lot of guys that they're not, they're not, if they get in the car, they're not, they're going away, but they'll give you five minutes on site for coffee. So it is a little extra thing, and I know it can be extra expense with Duncan or extra time if you're making it at home. Um, you know, John Claude started that really at uh, uh, at uh, Titan Alley, and obviously Khaki's Cafe is amazing on Mondays, where um, you know he's got thirty and forty dudes in his yard in his garage, uh, you know, going with coffee. Um, and God blesses M, God, you know, that she, you know, is so open to 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 uh, to let everybody do that because not everybody's uh, set up for for that but but i think what th those things those special points really kind of open up because it is that allows for when you're sitting there with a cup of coffee and you say hey uh, you know this is what this is what we're doing here because sometimes when we're doing our prayers and we're doing our uh and people just leave it doesn't uh, it, it 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 it's like oh okay that, w that was fun that was nice uh, maybe i'll see those guys around sometime but when you when you have a one on one with somebody, you can say, "Hey, what's your number, man? I'm gonna shoot you a text, give you a call, um, you know, just reach out, I, you know." And that's where that mentoring program you asked for before. It's it's just kind of a soft, um, softer sell uh, to say, "Hey, we're here, we're a good group," um, you know, because 
Um, some people, you know, might think, oh, are they trying to trying to sell something to me today or what, what are they doing? You know, um, and, but in this case, it's like, okay, uh, hey, we're, we're going to be here on, on Tuesday. We're going to be here on Wednesday. Uh, this is a Thursday option. There's two there, you know, just, and, and if you have it in their backyard, it really does, really does help. So um, for me, I would think some of the biggest connection is just the packs that are here uh, and how open they are and how welcome they are. Um, plus having that extra touch point of, of coffee um, never hurts, you know, so. I, I also think, I mean, the thing you're doing too with um, calling out guys that are, that have an upcoming anniversary, I, I think that's mm-hmm. an important piece where, you know, we used to only know about that if the guy happened to on his own kind of sign up to queue on his anniversary and then we would see Correct. that. Um, but there's a lot of guys out there that are, that have been in F3 for a while. And, um, you know, it, it'd be interesting to see if uh, we put that out there and some of the, some of the guys that have fallen off, if they come back. Uh, as we well, yeah, that's exactly the, the intent is I, I was, uh, you know, I talked to Tater and I, uh, and I also uh, talked to uh, slow pitch about it. I said, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. And I still have to submit the February one's done. I just need to put it out there. Uh, I just had, I was out of town this past week with more funeral stuff, but anyway, so I just was kind of uh, out of, uh, out of my mind space uh, to do to send it out. But that was the thing. It was like, when we think about you know, when we in January uh, and you put EH by, uh, and you see these, you know, so you're, that, that, and there's guys that are on there, like, so like Slowfish saw, he's like, oh, yeah, I need to reach out to him. I need to call him and check and see what he's doing. You know, like I EH'd him and, he, and he's kind of falling off. I haven't forgotten about him, but it's a, it's a prompt or a reminder uh, to say, hey, where, where's that guy been? Uh, because guess what? No matter what, everyone decided to take that step at some point in time, whether that step continued or it was just a, a one-off situation. Yeah, everyone decided to to uh, you know take the dark red pill and come that day, uh, and they just did it. So there's a special part of it. It's it's like okay, hey, you got your name now. Um, I also think if you name someone a really bad name, they're they're not coming back. <laughs> you know, so so we got to be. I mean, there's some funny ones, but you also got to be mindful of 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 you know. It takes a little bit for people to to embrace it, you know? and and uh, I, I will say, you know, one and, and one example is, uh, you know, skids. I mean, you were on the queue that day, and you were going to name them Delsum or something like that. And we, I was like, we can't do that. And 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 my and my M got on me. She's like, that is, do you, th- what what kind of person are you that you would suggest that he be named Skids? I mean, you realize, you know, I go, yeah, you're probably right. God, just it just was so. And talk about somebody who's really kind of embraced the name, uh, right. saying, okay. You know, uh, uh, so, it, but, it, but it could have gone the other way. You know, you could also push people away. So, uh, and those are things where you, we also all have to be mindful of those things too at times and, and uh, just make sure that it is something that's, uh, that, that's something that connects to, um, but also some people just have to suck it up and realize, okay, your name, your, your name's not great, uh, but let's church it up a little bit. Let's, let's embrace it. So, and have fun with it. I love that. I do um, want to just take a moment. And, and so thank you so much for just all of your insight and, and wisdom that you've shared. I, I think there's so much uh, that guys can learn from you. I, I am curious as guys see you out in the gloom, is there anything you're needing uh, encouragement or, or prayers on? Um, if we see anything, we could say, hey, you know, um, pick your head up. We, we got your back. Anything you need there? Oh, from, from the packs for me? 
Yeah. Um, I, it, I think for me, the, the, the biggest thing I, I took, a, I took a week off because of just being gone and, and dealing with some of the emotions of it. Like, okay, I just need to, and then my, 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 I would just say my father passed away in, in October. And so when you have a tragic event like that, you can, there, there, there's a couple places you can go and kind of be reclusive and be inward. Um, but I would just say the, the, the packs of F3 Omaha uh, and, and the Sarpy guys were, were on me. Like, hey, you're, we're here, man. Let's do this. Uh, they were, you know, they were supportive uh, in any type of endeavor. We've, we've got something going on in, in, in Sarpy right now uh, with one of our PACS members. Um, his daughter is going to have open heart surgery. Uh, just found out yesterday. Uh, she's three years old. Um, and I'm not going to really put it up, put too much of a blitz on it, but it'll be within, you'll, within the confines of F3. But, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot of prayers for Paisley. You know, and and um, so those are things. Those are things that weigh uh, on our hearts and our minds, not just our own families and, and what my needs are. My needs are are minuscule compared to what that family is going to need for for their daughter. Um, so it, it so it is one of those things that you can look at and say, hey, um, the prayers are all there for everybody. But I think uh, you got to you look at it and say, hey, there's other people who are suffering. Uh, so when I go to a, any site, for me. It's important. I I have to bring a good energy. You know that that's important to me. Even if the I'm I'm dragging uh, or whatever. I'm I'm like this morning. I'm like, wow, we could have used some core. We could have yeah. used some core today. Uh, you know, the steel mill because it was nothing. But uh, and I'm talking about my ammo house. I'm like, could add a fourth station and maybe because and do something here with some core. But this is awesome. You know, just kind of you know, just keeping the energy and having fun with it because. I think there are people who uh, can get a little inward, a little silent, and uh, and I don't like a quiet room. I don't yeah. like a quiet room at all. I, I, it drives my M crazy. Uh, but I'm I'm always you know, and sometimes she'll be like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> give me a, give me a moment here." So That's good. But, this has been yeah. awesome. Let's uh, so so Pony I think had a another. Uh, obligation so I'll, I'll try my best to remember yep. his uh, his age here we'll do a drama <laughs> so uh brandon Plehardy, three six the plague plague uh john whitworth 30 pony express pony express <laughs> <laughs> uh budge austin 44 knobs knobs thanks man appreciate your time this morning it's fantastic thanks, have a great day man thanks pony